Lulu. Hey, how's your summer going? Good. How's yours? Great. Awesome. awesome. Fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you guys are having a good summer. Um, so this is our off season, technically, but we didn't want to. Technically. We didn't want to leave you guys high and dry all summer, so we are going to come at you with a couple of just little fun adventures that we go on here and there. So this is our first one in our summer series. So you want to tell them a little bit about what we did? So on Thursday, June 28th, um, we went to... You're talking about that, right? Yes. Okay. What else did you want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, We went to this really awesome event called Upspoken Live and in Action. Um, Upspoken is a program funded by the California Wellness Fund, and it's pretty dope. Um, It it was here in L.A., so if you live in L.A., hopefully you were there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, it celebrates the experiences of black women. Which so, is important, which is as ex- black women, extremely <laughs> important. Um, um, yeah, it was really. Co- I like what I see on their website. They pretty much do the same things that we do. Like uh, CC said, they just they're looking to empower black women to share their stories and experiences because that often like gets left out of the conversation. Yeah, um, as we talked about before. So um, the show is really cool. First of all, I was very impressed by the show that these ladies put on because. Yes. Awesome. We know how sometimes things can go. We got chips and dip and folding chairs right. in the back. But this was not like that. It was fully catered with it great hors d'oeuvres that were so, so bomb. So bomb. The venue itself was really nice, too. It, it was, was beautiful. Really, it was beautiful. Like, it was really well lit. It was really well decorated. It was comfortable. And then also the vibe in there was just, it was great. great. It was so positive. And there was so much black girl magic that I know, like, everybody so says. So much black girl magic. But you have to experience it to know what it is. And if there was ever a black girl magic moment, that was it. Yes. So. Um, they had a dope DJ, DJ yes, Champagne, who was super uplifting yes. and positive. Like like Voodoo said, it was so black girl magic-y in there. Like, mm. you could feel the energy. It was a great vibe. There was people from all different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, older, younger, um, you know. Everybody uh, was so Everyone was represented, and, and it was dope. Um, yes. They put on a show, these ladies from USC. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Um, it's cool to out. see that, like, little community. Yeah. Where, you know, just everybody supporting everybody. Yes. Which is again very much needed. Can't very say that much. Enough. So this this particularly was cool. It was like it was kind of like a play slash spoken word mm-hmm. slash interactive audience. Yeah, experience. they had us turn to, turn to your neighbor and say neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. They we made got us to dance. Interact. We danced. Yeah, we danced a little bit. One of the um, the actresses, she's actually like um, a hip hop dancer. She's a coach. Her name is. Raquel Rocky Horsford. I'm yes. sorry if I pronounced her name incorrectly, but she's a choreographer. Like I said, she dances, so she got us up and moving a little yes. bit, which was fun. It was very different. It was cool. I really, man, I was hitting those dances. She, <laughs> she's she from the islands, it. and so, like, the dances were very fun. I was I was, I was tired. Yeah, because you were doing work. it. I was just doing the bare minimum. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> yep. But no, Cassie was just like... And she was in her heels. You I was. It. I was in heels. Getting it, was, it. 
so dope and i like that it started off like that yeah me too um so it pretty much um i liked how they opened it um it gave they gave us something to relate to just as far as um our own insecurities with our mm-hmm. bodies so they each talked about a body a body part that they liked yeah. and they just described how it helps them through life and mm-hmm. it helps them connect with other people so i thought that was cool you know that was really something but they didn't like their body parts at first yes, yes. these are like body parts to. that they've learned how to appreciate mm-hmm. um their insecurities they turn their insecurities into securities i guess <laughs> I mean, you just learn how to live with it. And yeah. Make it something empowering and make it something yes. great about you. It was, that part was cool. Do you have a body part like that? Um, one that I'm insecure about, I guess my arms, yeah. even though people are like, they're super toned, but they're mm-hmm. like big. Like, it's hard for me to roll up my shirts. <laughs> it's hard for me to wear like cap sleeve because mm-hmm. it hurts. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm weird. And my shoulders. I have broad shoulders. So, yeah. I get Just it. my arms and my shoulders. But they look good when you they're super amazing. toned. Thank you. Like, I feel like that is... <laughs> she just gave me tickets to the gun show, you guys. Kadoosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that completes your package. You know what I mean? Like, because you're so toned and you're so fit and in shape. You know what I mean? Thank you. If your arms didn't look like that. I know. But I, get, I also understand. But I wish I able. wish they were skinnier. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about this in the body positive video, but I always wish they were just like skinny mm-hmm. instead of muscly. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I want to wear roll up shirts mm-hmm. and it not feel like I get I'm it. Dying. But you can wear so many other things and your yeah. arms look great. Thanks. So Thank I you. get it though. What's your body part that you're insecure about? I used to be love? very insecure about my height, especially okay. when I was in middle school. Like mm-hmm. I got teased a lot. Like everybody gets teased in middle school yes. and my target was my height because it was easy. But I like fully embrace it now. I think it's yeah. great. I think I'm beautiful. Yeah. Because of it. Are. I feel like it's <laughs> thank you. I feel like it separates me. Yeah. It makes um, you unique. I I know this isn't like body positivity <laughs> or bullying episode. We're talking about upspoken, but I always thought that was weird that we make fun of people for things they cannot change. Like, yeah, well, what am I supposed to do? Cut off my legs? Right. Like, what the hell? Make myself shorter. Ha ha, you have one arm. I, I can't grow the other one. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, you got to just accept people. Yeah, I mean, but, that's just how kids were, yeah. have been raised up until this point. You know, yeah. we haven't really raised our children yet. To I mean I think people are starting to starting to like yeah. okay you can accept people for who they are you don't have to be an asshole and like point out bad stuff. Ha ha, you know. your legs are long. What do you want me to do? Chop my chop them off at the knee, and then if I'm too short, ha ha, you're short. Right? Well, how do you, you want me to please everybody? I think how you want my legs. I think the most the more important thing is because you can't control how other people raise their kids. Right. You can only raise your kids to like. Feel confident and yeah. beautiful, and, right. and they're Fuck comfortable you. in their own skin. Right, okay. exactly. Just teach them how to come up with good like responses. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my life. Well, your mom is fat, so <laughs> your mom's a hoe. Whoever We're threw that, that, your mom's a hoe. Okay, back to the song. Okay, so um, another important point they talked about was what it means to be a black woman. Yes. So this this is so important. I feel like to CC and myself. Because we carry ourselves in a quote-unquote different way. We are educated black women. We speak like educated black women. We can code switch, don't get me wrong. But for the most part, I feel like we've both heard, you're such an Oreo, you talk like a white girl, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. And that's so fucked up because it's like, why is there this one way to be black? Exactly. Black people are not monoliths. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So it's it sucks when you don't fit that narrative. Mm-hmm. And then it, we get it inside and outside the community. Like I've had black people tell me that. I've had white people tell me that. Yeah. I've had some really fucked up things said to me. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, you're one of the good ones. And right. You're different. Yeah. You're different. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Exactly. <laughs> Ugh. It's irritating. Um, another thing they talked about is when did we like look at ourselves and divide the. Div- Ugh, define ourselves as women mm-hmm. um like what did we do was there a, was there a switch in your life that you know you're like oh i'm a black woman mm-hmm. now all of a sudden right um guys open up and <laughs> i like that just because um that there was a variety of different identifying women mm-hmm. And, you know, we all, they all had something different. So the people that were speaking about, uh, about these experiences were the, was the cast that was on stage, but then they would, you know, ask the question of the audience and we would turn and talk to our neighbor. But the cast that was on stage was, um, lesbian, straight, light, dark, all different types of definitions of black women. And it was nice to hear everyone's different story. Yeah, that's what I liked about it too. It wasn't just like uh, one story, the same story. It's funny because even though they all had similarities, it was so nice to hear everybody's like yeah. individual experience. Because, yeah, because everyone has never, a different like, experience. I've never consciously thought about like when I started thinking of myself as a woman. Like, have you? did you ever think about that? No. Before, can you think about like a moment now that where you were like, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know because it's still weird because I still look at myself as like a twelve year old girl. Yeah, <laughs> so I still like watch cartoons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's still weird to me to think that I'm twenty eight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm an adult. Right. Um, but maybe when men started catcalling me okay like so in high school like. it was like oh like i remember i remember back in the day i think i was in like june sophomore year sophomore year and i was walking down the street um walking down in spokane division which is like the main street that separates the east mm-hmm. from the west mm-hmm. and i remember like these two like old white guys pulled up in like a nice oh. car and they were like it was me and my friend. And they were like, hey, ladies, you really fill out those jeans. Oh, And, no. like, back in the day, I was flattered. I was like, okay, mm. old men looking at me. But now I'm like, ugh, mm. what the fuck? Go away. Like, I just realized. And I look young, y'all. So mm. I know they didn't mistake me for a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it was like when I would walk to my friend's house and I was in jeans, like, people would, like, honk. So I think that's really, that was like, okay, like, you're an adult. Mm. Like, it wasn't when I first got my period, because I was still like, oh, oh what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. But it was when when I started getting cat calls, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I must, I guess, like, I must be shaped different, or I must, something about me, these grown-ass men are mm-hmm. trying to pursue me, so, sad. It's gross. <laughs> I think that's interesting. I don't think it's sad and gross on your part to think that that's what turned you into a woman. I think... Like I was saying, like, I didn't consciously and you didn't consciously mm-hmm. think about it. So that's someone else kind of yeah. telling you. Yeah, that, woman. Th- that's the only reason why I yeah. knew because someone else was like mm-hmm. doing and I'd never I didn't even have sex back then. So yeah. it wasn't even like I saw myself as a sexual being or nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm just trying to walk. Oh, to my friend's house. I'm walking to the mall and mm-hmm. we were 
looking like high schoolers walking yeah. to the mall. High schoolers back then. High, high schoolers school- now. Yeah, not That's high schoolers now. Not like Kylie with the fucking Jenner. contour kid and all that. Nah, nah, nah. Like t-shirt and jeans and chucks and like glitter, <laughs> I- glitter mascara, that like blue, blue. <laughs> like all the way up to my eyebrows. Like, but see, you know what? We I think we talked about this. I feel like high school girls need to go through that fucking blue eyes that awkward phase yeah because you need to learn how to develop your own style with makeup yes if you choose to wear makeup yes but that's just my opinion why the fuck did everyone have that blue eyeshadow my blue eyeshadow i put it on my finger i'd be like you know what i didn't really wear it out i just experimented it in the safety of my own man i love that shit out in public i'd be out there like honestly i didn't (laughs) hello slay hoppington Get a mess. I thought that was a, 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 a an autocorrect thing. That's oh, why I was like, you're like, did you mean to put popping in that? Like, yes, I did. Poppington. Anyways, <laughs> so after the blue eyeshadow phase, you realize you're yes. After that, um, let's see. Uh, after they talked about that, they were talking about family relationships. Mm. I think the. I feel like the conversation got put there, which, yeah. but it was good because one of the cast members, her mom was in the audience. I mm-hmm. remember she was saying like, mm-hmm. just how we kind of forget that parents and ad- we are adults, but adults that are more adult than us, I don't know how to explain it, are human. Yeah. Um, and that like in that high school phase, you know, my mom was like, you don't need to be dating these older men. And I'm thinking, like, you're just jealous. I want to be out here with these mm-hmm. 18-year-old, 19-year-olds. I'm like, four, no, I was like 15, mm-hmm. 16. But, um, like, we forget that our parents are human and our parents mm-hmm. have their own experiences that influence how they raise us. Yes. Um, so, yeah, some of them were, like, one girl was, her dad's from Senegal, and she was saying that, like, her dad doesn't really... He distanced himself from, like, American blacks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone had to bring to the light, like, maybe that's because of all the struggle your dad saw, like, Mm -hmm. for American blacks. So if he did distance himself, like, he would miss some of that struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was nice because people, we we forget that. We forget, like, yeah, our parents be wilding out and, you know, adults be... Just trying to control me. You don't know anything. I know, but sometimes they do. You know what they'll do? Like, I feel like that starts with when you're a kid because your parent is who you depend on. Yeah. You know, so you look at them like a god for so long. Yeah. And then when they start fucking up, you're like, no, you're supposed to know everything. Right. It goes against everything that you... Because you know. it's like, yeah. this is the person that I've def- depended on to survive. Right. So they have to know everything. Right. So then when I they start that. showing that human side, that's where the conflict comes yeah. in. It's like... But, you, but I also feel like that's because parents always want to be right sometimes. Right. Sometimes I feel I like agree. you got to show your vulnerability. Right. Right. With your kids so that they know, hey, they are a human. Right. You know, you don't have to always be strong as a mom or a dad. You don't mm-hmm. have to always, oh, I'm going to keep it together. Sometimes yes. you can show that vulnerability so yes. that way your kid does know you're a human. And I feel like it helps parents relate better to kids and kids mm-hmm. to parents. Because if you have too much of that authoritative mm-hmm. um, parenting style, you miss some of that. And sometimes your kid doesn't want to come to you with certain issues versus mm-hmm. the authoritarian. That's the one that does well, yeah. I think. Um, that's like the half and half. Yeah, where you are firm, but you show you that show vulnerability, that love. 
um, and that, hey, I'm a human too. Like, we all make mistakes. It mm-hmm. is what it is. But I think it comes from a good place. I agree with you. I feel mm-hmm. like there should be definitely a balance. It does come from a good, it, uh, if, like, from a what good she, intentions. Yeah, from, like, from what, I forgot the young lady's name, but the one who was speaking about her mother and, like, having natural hair versus having straight oh, hair. Oh, right. Like, back in the day. Having that straight hair and only speaking way you were gonna properly, get a, yeah. that's the only way you were going to get a good job. Yeah. So then this young lady comes out going to prom and her hair is just like natural and yes. she just felt, she felt so good about it. And then her mom just was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? She freaked out, you yes. know, and of course she thought like, oh, you're just trying to be controlling. Right. And, but you know, she, but she didn't check herself. Yeah. 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 She learned. Yeah. She now learn. that, th- shout out to the natural hair movement. It helps. Um, it has definitely helped and I'm yeah. glad that her mom, you know, but I'm, I'm glad that her mom was able to embrace her natural hair. Cause from mm-hmm. what I could see, her mom also had her hair natural. I saw. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I'm glad that her daughter realized like, Oh, you know, she comes from a time where mm-hmm. you had to have straight hair to make it anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, which is totally understandable. But I feel like that's so. a very good idea where a parent is trying to be controlling mm-hmm. but it's for a good, a good reason. reason what they think is a good reason but that's why you so, well again conflict. i don't have kids i don't have right, kids, neither of us so. have kids so we don't know we're, we're not just, experts we're just saying <laughs> we're just saying studies show that authoritarian is the better way mm-hmm. to raise your child you give them you you know you give them the why behind the rule sometimes yeah instead yeah. of that and i always felt like i needed that as a kid and i never got that i feel like we all needed it but our parents just want to say that's why i was such a smart mouth no because I, yeah. because i said so well fuck your say so <laughs> like you need to tell me why i'm doing this in order why for me to can't follow. i do this yeah. i just can't blindly follow people but yeah that's how I'm built. but anyway that's how you're raised yep. that's how i was raised by the same people that you know we talk back to so you're, right <laughs> Shoot your high yellow ass up if I had a nickel. I'm gonna slap the black off of you, girl. Good luck with that. Not gonna be going very long (laughs) over here. Um, let's see what Um, else they talked about. They talked about something that we haven't gotten to just yet on our show, not into detail, but it's very important. It is. We'll absolutely have another episode coming up. But they talked about harassment and consent. Now. Oh, they did with that very sad poem. Yes, it was extremely sad. So one of the young ladies uh, read a poem and a lot of women, you know, it was a very emotional poem. Um, But it's basically asking herself, like, did I let him have sex with me? Or did he take it from me? Or, you know, that question uh, basically boils down to coercion. And I feel like definitely in the black community, we do not talk about it. I can't talk Mm -hmm. about what goes on in other households with that. Um, I wasn't raised in a household that we really didn't talk about sex that mm-hmm. way. And I feel like coercion and consent need to be talked about. Yeah. You know, there's this... I honestly don't know how I feel about calling coercion rape. Um, there are definitely some people who feel that it is rape. I definitely feel that. You feel that it is yeah. rape? That's fair. Um, I feel like it is, but I'm only reserved because... I don't know why I'm reserved. I shouldn't be reserved. I mean, I'm not going to try to change your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely don't. I mean. It's hard. Because I think if someone, I mean. If someone changes your mind, you feel like that's like. Yes. Because you already said no. No. Okay. Um, and but I, I mean, like, we've all gone through that as women. Yeah. But I also don't feel like it's truly changing your mind. It's you telling them yes. Like, when someone says, do this, or I'm going to punch you in the mm-hmm. face. You do it. You don't mm-hmm. want to get punched in the face. 
so that's rape. Mm. Like, there's oh yeah, that's coercion. absolutely yeah. rape. I feel like that's violent. Yeah, but when we say coercion, let's just say like a dude is asking you over and over, even though you've already oh, said no. So it's, it's I'm not uh, talking about like that kind of coercion, but like someone asking you persistently, like, "Come on, babe." Come on, babe, and you've already said no. That's the point. I think that's, it's coercion. Because that's the point I that think, I struggle with. I think that I, I didn't mean that. What you said? Yeah, that is absolutely that's what rape. You meant. No, 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 but no, no. no, no. Think, Let's make it clear. I that think is rape. it is because you already said no. Yeah. Okay. Anything that goes against the word no Any, is rape. Okay. If I say no, if I say no, not right now. If I say I don't want to, if I say leave me alone, mm-hmm. it's all right. And if still, I did not say yes, yes willingly. And right. why would you want to be with a partner who's not willing to have sex with you? Right. If I mean, I, say, I get why, but like, why? Like, I had this conversation like not too long ago. We know rape is wrong, but it keeps fucking happening. Right. That's what I can't deal with. Yeah. Like, that's what pisses me off. Right. I don't understand. And even coercion, like we know it's wrong to pressure someone to have sex. But why, like, why would you want? Because I feel like people don't. Not that they don't know, but they they don't. Because girls aren't raised to like just say no and like that's no, and boys aren't raised to respect that. Yeah, no. we're boys are socialized to, to keep try pursuing harder. a woman when she says harder. no. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep going, pal. Like she's gonna say yes eventually. Eventually, you'll wear it down. Mm-hmm. Parents, I hear and that. That's not right. Like. If you keep, I mean, people do it to their parents, not in a sexual way, but when I say no, you're not going to the uh, the party. Don't keep no. saying. And mm-hmm. but I feel like we also teach them that with the if first you don't succeed, try, 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 try again. Mm. So they can't tell the difference between. <laughs> I'm just you ain't going to the party right. or we're not having sex. Right. They think at first I didn't succeed, so I'm gonna try again. It's uh, like persistence of value yes. to a point where now we're and so people don't space. know where yeah. the the line is, and that's um, why we have to learn how to draw the line and make create boundaries for ourselves. Yes. Okay. And so suffice it to say, my mind is now made not up. To rape. <laughs> Portion is rape. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Good. Yay. I'm, I'm on board. I, the only reason I was there is because there's you know there's always that logical side that's like well. But I've been in that position, and I know you have been in that yeah. position, and it's it doesn't feel good. So anytime someone is having sex and they don't feel good, yeah, that's that's not good, yeah, <laughs> at all. It's not, to say the least. It's it's really not. So, um, those are the things that we saw. Yeah, and so that's pretty much. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I myself was blown away i thought it was really awesome i thought it was well done Mm -hmm. um i can't mention this enough but it was such a great community to be a part of Uh, that sense of camaraderie that sense of love and respect Mm -hmm. like a woman stood up and was an older woman and she was given sound advice and people listened and it was nice to see people of different ages coming together Mm -hmm. you know and um you know, that's what we want to do. We yeah. want to share experiences because an older woman was able to share her experience and someone maybe her age that maybe felt like, mm, I'm an older woman. I should know this. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to really say anything because I should know this. Like, I'm embarrassed. Maybe she learned something yeah. that day. And then that definitely took heed to her advice because she basically just told us take care of your body. Yeah. Because sex is harder when you get older. Yeah. And we don't, I don't think about that. Like, consciously, like, mm-hmm. I know one day I'm going to get older and I say I want to have sex until I die, but... You have to take care of yourself now. And I'm yes. so happy that she said that. Yeah. But I agree with you. I was very 
I'm not easy to impress. I'm very picky. <laughs> but I was extremely impressed by this show. These ladies did such a good job. And like you said, that feeling of camaraderie and respect, mm-hmm. having an open space. You know, like I said, I don't come from a household that we talked about sex often enough that I felt comfortable with it. But this is how we create change. Yeah. You know, we start off now and then if we ever have kids, we teach our daughters and our sons about respect and, you know, um, what am I trying to say? consent things like that we need to start changing the way that we talk about sex particularly in black households because yes. it's very important yes it i is feel like that's something that gets swept under the rug a lot yes um for various reasons but you know right so yeah all um, in all it was a successful thursday yes, night it was great we had great food great talking uh oh and we, we made a new friend yes um dope black woman dope mm-hmm. dope dope um, from the same community as the other women usc yes um all that good stuff she was She's super sweet so awesome mm-hmm. shout out to pilar Shout out to all the women there. Yes. Um, Thank you so, all for being so positive. Yes. Yes. We need this. We need to support. So if you guys want more information, you guys can go to upspokenwomen.com. <laughs> um, you can see more of what they do. They have self-care tips. They have tips on sex. Um, they have a speak-up portion on their website. So they have a lot of really great stuff going on. And you can submit. They're yes. pretty open to stories from mm-hmm. people and they you know they vet their stuff of course but mm-hmm. um it's cool that you could submit your own work yes. and talk um also follow them on instagram twitter and facebook mm-hmm. at upspokenwomen.com all of that and you can go online and sign up for their email newsletter and yeah good so hopefully I hope they can... have another event yes i hope so i'm looking we're definitely going to be at the next one if they have something we're like upspoken stalkers yeah <laughs> we got to be there in our shirts we got right. shirts we so got shirts that was coming cool. we got merch coming so it's gonna be all good you guys yes so we hope you enjoyed our first summer session episode do you want to tell them about the contest oh okay keep um, we are gonna have a contest like um coming up really soon if you haven't seen them already probably by the time this is aired it'll already be done so maybe we should just edit that out <laughs> But anyways, I'm going to put this up next week. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So, all right, you guys. Have a safe summer. I hope y'all are hanging and banging. Hanging and banging. <laughs> yeah, baby. Keep an eye on the the Instagram feed. Yes. I'm back on Twitter. We're back on Twitter. Woo-hoo. Finally. You know, Diesel Samaro's off, just so y'all know. Right. We're trying so, to be the female Diesel Samaro. We're, we're trying to trying get, to get in, in there. there. Like swimwear. So, we're trying to get in there, so I need y'all to interact with us on Twitter. If someone um, is listening from Viceland, please give us a shot. Us up. Sponsor us. We'll be your street team. We'll go out and talk to people. <laughs> Whatever. We will. It ain't nothing. It so, ain't nothing. Okay. alright, y'all. Peace. Bye. Bye.